This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. What's up, class? I just asked Dr. Carbacher. Hey, oh, you know how we just chit chat and uh, just, yeah, that's all. Goes off on this thing, and I'm like, hey, How you doing this morning, Professor? Good morning. Good morning. Good, good morning. Good morning. You've been you've been talking about Haiti with some people who know some yeah. journalists. So I'm, I'm like bringing it to you because you know the the stunning um, assassination. And you think about it, you know, there's so much not information out there. <laughs> it's like. So who did this, you know, and like who benefits from this? You know, the, the reports are that America supported him, you know, however. Well, yeah. you know, so, so what we talked about yesterday was that, you know, in many ways, and we've had this conversation a lot in this space in class. So y'all go, you know, we, Dr. Carr took us on a journey in a master class and their books and everything <laughs> and references about the origins of this, but yes. still paying for having the audacity to be free. That's and, right. That's right. And I feel like Black people throughout the diaspora need to understand that the Haitian people are not, you know, degenerates and violent and, you know, horrible people. They're the people that decided to throw off the yoke of slavery before anybody else. That's and right. Successfully and did it oh, both. We're able to do it successfully. Yes. 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 And as a result of that, they became the sacrificial lamb for, I wish you would. Yes. <laughs> Try it again, Negroes. Yes. Here's what, here's what that looks like. Yes. Poverty, uh, all kind of disease, everything. And we're going to install right. leaders throughout That's your, right. you know, from the Duvaliers to the Aristides. Well, who wasn't? He was actually elected, but then that became corrupted. I'm just so right. right now by how I should feel, what we should mm. do, what needs to happen next. Well, how do you feel about it? Just generally, I mean, not now, setting aside any timelines, any causal relationships to the whole history, I mean, what does it feel here? And I think that's that kind of ways of knowing category we talk about. And, and also governance, how, who we are to each other. How, how does it feel? You said something earlier about, you know, uh, my country that I thought was very interesting before we started recording. Yeah, I, was, I was talking with Dr. Ave, um Damas, who is a Haitian doctor here uh, in America, lives in Florida. Uh, he played in the NFL and then he became a radiologist after his mother got cancer. So he was like, I want to know how to cure her, you know, mm -hmm. that was interesting. Um, and now he's in the cannabis space. But anyway, I had him on, on the show yesterday and he was like, my country, my country. And I was like, is he talking about America? No, he's talking about Haiti. And I was like that double consciousness that black folk, wherever we are, have to have. And it's not like we don't like where we are. It's not yeah. like we don't value America. But when he says his country, he's tied to that land in a way that, you know, for me as a Black American, I am weirdly tied to it too. And I'm not Haitian. So I, I feel, first of all, loss of life. You know, when I woke up to the news that the president was assassinated, I was like, ouch, you know, like what? What is happening here? Sadness, right? And then I'm reading the feeds because the news hadn't picked it up yet. And it's the people talking about how he wouldn't leave. And, you know, and but nobody was like, yay, he's dead. That was bad. So I was like, well, so who did it? So so I'm just, you know, kind of like who benefits from this? And then who's going to come in? Who is America going to install? I said it. Um, what what is the you know, like and as black people anywhere what's our course, you know, because I'm, I was talking yesterday and we were um, 
I had a young lady on from the Haitian Times and she was like, you know, how black people go to Dominican Republic, y'all need to come to Haiti. You know, like we we made Cozumel and uh, all of these places, you know, these sexy places where Puffy goes on vacation and places that are not black. And we we aspire to go to these places. They rap about them, you know, Dubai. We all want to go to Dubai. I don't want to. But if we put our dollars in a lot of, you know, folk go to Dominican for other reasons, y'all know. Right. <laughs> for the same reason they go sneak off to Brazil. Say it, tell right, us about right. that. Right. Stop it. Uh, but, uh, or don't, you know, but do know that you're also supporting oppression because those women would not be doing that if they had choices. So, so you're going there feeding an economy that is feeding the sex trade that is, fe you know, feeding oppression. Um, and you're participating. I, I need to say that out loud. Like we don't, oh, the no, women, no they look like J-Lo and all, all that. I did a whole book, Blame It on Rio. Uh, yes, uh, with, a, with, a, with, a, with a professor who studied why people, Black yeah. men in particular, yes. as oppressed people to, 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 you know, to get your Jones, to get your stuff off in another country with women that don't have choices and it's, right. don't have choices. And there are a lot of little girls too, like, and little boys. I just feel like, yeah, um, we can do better uh, by our um, by our folk throughout the diaspora. We can be better diasporic citizens. We can participate in this global movement better and and actually help make the. I mean, to 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 benefit Dominican Republic, which has been really on that island of Hispaniola, the best colonizing brutal force that any white person could possibly install. Trujillo and the, the vestiges of what that man did. No question. To this day, you know, right. shame on us for, for not holding. Who? You say us, who you mean? I don't, us black people? I don't know. Shame on us for yeah, not knowing. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Shame on us for not knowing, shame on us for participating. That's, that's right. And I would say shame on the United States for helping prop him up and making sure. In fact, Gerald Horn wrote a couple of books about it. Uh, Cold War in a Hot Zone, which is on the uh, uh, hesitate to do that, on the Dominican Republic and uh, confronting Black Jacobins, because the Dominican Republic shouldn't exist. The Haitian, the Haitians, after they freed themselves, had gone so far as to begin to. Uh, work for the liberation and in fact effectively secure a, a, a tiny crack of liberation moment for the whole island but the Spanish you know and I um, mean you know, you're not gonna make this into an island as Wade Nobles wrote in his book the island of memes and I won't go over all that because we talked about that extensively in two sessions y'all want to know about it y'all should have it I'll drop the link here so y'all don't have to yeah yeah so y'all don't have to go look for it. it's very important if you have that time but yeah, I want to ask when you, you said we, I think black people have to be, well, we don't have to do anything, but it would be useful if we, to the degree that we can talk about we as, as black people, followed in the footsteps of our ancestors. There's a reason why Haiti is very prominent. There's a reason why Haiti is, 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 is there's, a, there's, a, there's a section in North Carolina in Durham called Haiti. There's a reason why you see a lot of children named Toussaint. There's a reason why you see Martin Delaney and, and his wife have a child named that they named Toussaint Louverture. Hey, there's a reason why there's a John Brown Boulevard in Port-au-Prince. In other words, there was always this connection and the connection was because while we all fought in our various ways, Haiti was able to do it. And the it 
it's very complicated. Uh, so say my former student, now colleague, Natalie Pierre writes about this. How do you create a state when two things are true? One, a state is a human creation of relatively recent historical vintage. They, they, when we think about countries and states, all these names are proxies for these forms of social structure that we have invented and we can just as easily disassemble. So the Haitians are trying to create a state in the early 18th century at a time when the idea of the so-called nation state has emerged out of Europe and the thing that holds the European nation states together long enough to form themselves in the state, one of the elements that allows them to do that is, uh, is the idea that they are Europeans, another invention, just like all identities in some ways, but they make up an identity. And then of course, when that identity crosses the Atlantic in its various forms of difference, the thing that allows them to create these settler colonies in some ways is to say, we are not them, who is them? the people who were here, the aboriginals, the Native Americans, the First Nations, and then these Africans who we have brought in. At the same time, we brought in poor whites, but then began to distinguish between the poor whites and the Africans because by distinguishing, not only did we have a permanent labor force through enslavement, we also had the seeds of a common identity, whiteness, we are not them. And so that's one of the, in fact, I, would argue, I think a lot of people would say, one of, if not the binding, um, binding factor, binding agent that allows these settler colonies to become states, whiteness. So here you have Haiti attempting to take from the rhetoric of the emerging notion of the quote unquote modern nation state and what's at the foundation of that European, very European exercise. We're not talking about the rest of the world. We're not talking about China. We're not talking about the Muslims of various backgrounds, Arabs, Africans, and others. We're not talking about the whole Western hemisphere, the various governance structures of Native America. We're talking about an idea that comes out of Europe that is born, born in, this, in this field of violence and then that begins to define itself as much by what it imagines it isn't as, as much as it is. And they're inventing this just like all human beings do. They're inventing a past to give themselves this elevated sense of superiority, meaning what? They then go back into Greece and Rome. And if you go back to Greece and Rome, particularly Athens, and you look at the fact that there is no Greek democracy as such. The classism is there, the sexism is there, all of it is there, the, 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 the open anti-Greek. I mean, that's one of the roots of the word heathen, ethnic, and heathen come out the same root, meaning what? They are not Christian or they are not Greek and all this kind of thing. But anyway, they go back and say, see, we're, we're perfecting democracy. Okay, what is democracy? Well, democracy means the people decide, the people rule. And if you ask somebody, what is democracy? They will say, well, that means the people you better go back and look at Athens because that wasn't the setup in Athens, but it's okay, it's okay. I'm saying that as they give themselves that identity and they, they create this thing, as it gets imported on those boats to this side of the water and you're bringing in Africans, you're displacing Native Americans through disease and other forms of uh, unintentional violence, then you get intentional violence, what happens? In Haiti, you got a problem. Demographically, there are many more of these people you're enslaving than you. And now I'm not talking about the English, I'm talking about the French, because what is happening at the same time, and we talked about this again, we're not going to do this again, but I'm just saying this is a little bit of a background, of course, and y'all go back and look at the conversation we had, because again, this isn't a matter of having the greatest experts. A lot of these things are just basic history. We have to read and study and have conversation, and then we can think for ourselves. But the French, of course, at this time in the late 18th century, I'm sorry, the late 17th, early 18th century, they are saying... Um, no, no, late 18th, that's right, late 18th, early 19th centuries. So we're talking about the late 1700s, early 
1800s, what are they talking about in France? While they're saying, well, you know, we don't want the monarchy anymore. We don't want, we're gonna have the people are going to decide, the people are going to choose. And so the Haitians or the Africans who are on Hispaniola, as you say, and you said Hispaniola because the, the Spanish were there first. Of course, that's where Columbus is messing around down there a century, two centuries almost before. You see the Haitians pick up that same spirit. That's why we talked about C.L.R. James writing the Black Jacobins and they say, okay, freedom. But, they're, but they, they, are, they are thinking about it differently because they are the oppressed and they've got all these cultures that they brought from Africa that aren't one culture. So they, they are literally creating the first contemporary black nation state. Now these settler colonies in the West are white nation states and understand a, a nation is not a state. A state is a form of organizing, it's a social structure, it's a, it's a form of government that you've got rules and you got, you know, you're gonna uphold and you got rhetoric, so on. A nation is a common culture. A nation is a common language, common memory. There's no common nation in the European settler colonies. The Americans would tell you they're not English, but of course you, you speak English. No, we don't, we, we're Americans. The free, the, 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 in Brazil, is, that, is Brazil Portugal? Is Jamaica, is Trinidad Spain or, or, or France? Okay, is Puerto Rico Spain? No, I mean, is Martinique, is, is that France? I mean, is Haiti France? And there you have the conundrum. The Africans, most of them, they take the French language, blend it with the languages they have and they have Creole. That's their national language. They say, what's the national language of Haiti? French? No, no, it's not, it's, it's Creole. But we speak French too. Okay, so then when they throw off, they throw off the suppressor, now you've got the, the we, we talked about this again. I'm not, I, I said I wasn't going to, but we're going a little bit further than I wanted to go, but let's, you know, you got a guy like Toussaint Louverture who older, been around these Europeans, raised in those traditions, negotiating, writing letters back and forth, military, brilliant tactician, got the crew around him assembled, that's coming out of Odun. We talked about all that stuff in, in detail. But he sits at the nexus. He's got the ideas, liberty, equality, fraternity, the stuff y'all talking about over there as you're trying to come at. He's got the African piece, which is really, they're conjuring an identity, no different than everybody else, except this time, for the first time, at that level, at that critical mass, it's black. Well, what is black? Well, black is Congo and Yoruba. We all know Congo and Yoruba don't mean everybody on, in West Africa was thinking the same. But Yoruba got all these different identities. But over in this little third of the island, we're going to conjure this together. We got the Vodun. Okay, we black. Negroes, we, okay. Now what? Well, we black. Are you black Frenchmen? I don't no, let me go over here and see. I'm gonna talk to Napoleon because they, not knowing that the French is like, we gotta get rid of this guy. So he dies in prison over there and then here come Desaline. Desaline is a brute. <laughs> but he know oh, I'm not messing with y'all. So then what happens there? He takes over, they got independence 1804. Next thing you know, he's killed in the street. Now he said they was killed by his own men. Yeah, that's true. But who are those guys? When you say his own men, what does that mean? I mean, again, they're making up an identity and they're trying to throw off oppression. Fast forward from 1804, 1805, then Dessaline is killed to 2021. Juvenel is killed. The people who kill him look like him. See, they kill themselves. Hold on. These cats bust in the door in Petionville, which is the most secure place in Haiti in the hills overlooking Port-au-Prince. And what did they do kicking in the door? At least the recordings I've heard and you've heard probably is they say DEA. DEA? 
Then somebody said, well, they got a Spanish accent. Okay, I've seen this playbook before. Foreigners. This, but anyway, my point is, let's go back now. Dessalina's assassinated. And then if you, well, I'll put this in as a footnote. You fast forward 100 years and a decade, 1915, that was the last time that a Haitian president was assassinated, 1915. And we all know what happened after 1915. If you watch our conversation or any other conversation, really, what happens? The Marines invade. The United States invades and occupies Haiti for 20 years almost to 1934. And after that, there's a series of governments and friendly governments. With So I'm saying all that to say this. We depends on context. And in Haiti, they tried and are trying. They tried at the beginning to build a modern nation state on the fly to resist enslavement. Check. That's a good thing. To create a common identity. Damn, y'all did it. Y'all got Haitian culture and art and you got your own language check. Very <laughs> good. And then they had to do all that while the entire white world, I'm not saying Western, I, I'm taking this now probably being a little bit more um, like global North a little bit more, but even that reinforces the narrative of geography. Like there's a North and a South in space. But that's okay, because global north, at least, because it's like east-west, you start thinking, okay, this is the west, but it's not, no, 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 let's do it like this, not like that, because we do it like this, all oh, y'all came from right over here, and then went over here, and it's like this to this, <laughs> so, but Haiti's trying to do that, create a nation, a common identity, create a state, a structure for organizing the way people move through the world, at the same time, you're trying to fend off an entire white world, an entire global north, that is sworn almost a blood oath to never let you do that. Number one, because they mad because you beat them the first time. And number two, because your victory, they try from Thomas Jefferson on to contain the news of, because everybody who looks like y'all, anywhere where they got us oppressed is, is on the verge, once they become aware of it, of becoming part of your we. This is a problem. <laughs> they heard about it in Boston. They heard about it in New Orleans. They're in the dock at Charleston and some word got through. Wait a minute. Now you got Negroes who ain't never been to Haiti saying like in the Jim Barton Beasley Rebellion. We were told that if we could just burn this part of the city and when they went over there to put the fire out, we would go to the armory and get the weapons. And we were told that if we could fend off these white people, a ship would come into the harbor in Charleston and we would be transported to St. Dominique. Oh, no, wait a minute. This is a problem. In other words, this is when you read the trial record. I mean, John Killens did a thing called the trial record of Denmark Vesey. And when you look at the testimony, you see, you see these black people in an open rebellion in South Carolina whispering about, if we can just get to the ship, we can go to the place. There's a place, look, man, there's a place where we won. What? There, and, and that even that idea is creating a we. And I'm saying I have to say that we don't have, and by we, I mean black people, we don't have the consciousness of our ancestors in the sense that the thing that gave them a kind of better shot at having a collective consciousness was of course the common oppression. And we've talked about that many times. It seemed like the farther we get away from the lash, the more the class cleavages show up, the more, and, the, and then the less we study and try to look for the rhythms of what we've come to understand, we don't get, as we talked about many times, the momentum of memory. So we start from scratch. Every generation starts from scratch. And what doesn't start from scratch are those wet Western settler colonial projects. So they continue to reinforce. Backing on. The, yeah. 
we're going to continue this conversation on Saturday as we look at Misha Green's map. Mm-hmm. Lovecraft Country Part Two. Uh, season. Yeah, in fact, y'all, if y'all seen that map, this one right here should look a little familiar. This is Free to Land, Edward Anachi's book on the Republic of New Africa. They didn't, they, they couldn't green light that. <laughs> they couldn't green light it. Why? Because they done run way past. I'm looking, you no, got me, I, I'm going got all my novels. So. Saturday Live, we're going to have this conversation because mm -hmm. I think it's important for us to imagine a world. And it's not against anybody or what have you, but what you just. No, it ends up being against some people. Yeah, no, but that's their perception, right? Well, no, but no, I think it also is, I mean, but I, I don't mean against people based on race. I'm saying, for example, I'll give you a very quick example. People are saying, like for right now, this man has been assassinated. His wife has been wounded. The children are safe. This man wasn't a politician. He was installed. The guy before him. So in other words, before you get to Moise, you have uh, Martelli former entertainer, whatever. I mean, this guy at least was a businessman, banana man, they call him, right? We talked about that. Then you have Martelli before him. These are politicians who are installed in the Obama administration, in the Trump administration, and now in the Biden administration. And before that, the Clinton administration, and it's probably the villains of the peace and contemporary history. You have machinations on who do we want in that seat? They ruled out Lavalier. In other words, the same Aristide. No, your party can't. No, no. No, okay, we can deal with you. Hold on, you need to disband the police. Okay, now we can have, in other words, the idea is we can't have anybody in that seat that we can't control. It's impolite. It's impolite in the 20th and late 20th and early 21st century. It's impolite to invade your country and just make you into a colony like Puerto Rico and Guam and all them other places people like to refer to as the United States when it's until it's time to have some senators. But, okay, so, so it's impolite. So, we're going to, as long as you play ball with us, and here's the, here's the point, here's the point. While the State Department is releasing, oh, this is heinous act, we condemn it completely. Hold on, that's your man. That's your man. You ruled out the people who could run against him, just like you ruled out the people that could run against Martel. That's your man. So while you're saying out your mouth that you condemn this and you support him, what is clear is the people been in the street for months because they said you overstayed where you supposed to stay. We like you, we don't like you, that ain't the issue. We need some rules. And then you came out and said, yeah, he should stay another year. Oh, I see you, Joe. Uh, Kamala, what about the rest of Y'all got something? No, Congressional Black Caucus. Look, I, I really ain't got that. Okay, so you gonna, this is the we then. The we is the United States, because you know these people. But here's the thing, people are saying, well, why would, they want him out. Well, you can't say out your mouth, we want him out. You support him, then and then the State Department, you still looking at, hmm, okay, we, we, we said we wanted him, so we at least got the press off our back because we know these people ain't going to investigate nothing. We didn't say that, and they're going to think that what we said is the truth, which is after 250 years, y'all, really? Anyway, <laughs> and so they're they going to say, they're going to they debate that. Now, while they're debating that, let's count the cost. Hold on. Hello? Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, we've, uh, yeah, no, we, we made the statement. Yeah. So everything's good. Okay. Click. Who was that? Oh, that was the CEO of Levi Strauss. Levi's made in Haiti. Go back to the Obama administration when Joe Biden was vice president and they were organized in Haiti to say, we want to give a living wage to the people who make the jeans in Haiti. Look at how hard the Obama Biden administration worked 
to undermine an ask that wasn't even for a dollar a day when the when the people studying this said if you gave the people who make the jeans in Haiti two dollars a day if you gave them two dollars a day it would lift them into a position where they could begin to accumulate a little bit of wealth move forward and it wouldn't cost Levi much at all and if they wanted to they could pass that money off to the consumer because you ain't gonna stop buying jeans all y'all who celebrate the different kind of jeans you got on your back it wouldn't make a dent but guess what it wasn't about that it's about no y'all slaves and this is your friend Barack Obama before that this is your friend, Bill Clinton and them. And guess what? This is your friend, Donald Trump. This is your friend, Joe Biden. This is the we that we talk about like we know. So when they invade and they knock this guy off, the banana man, the businessman who's in there in part because he's not going to obstruct the Levi Strausses. He's not going to obstruct the people who are using the cotton to uh, make all these products that we wear every day, the stuff that's on the shelves at Walmart and Target. He's not going to do any of that. And guess what? They said out their mouth and then they say the people in the streets, this guy's gonna have, wait a minute, huh? He suspended all the rules? Wait, wait, how many? There are not 30 politicians elected in the whole damn country? Wait, the Supreme Court justice, he died of COVID? Wait, how many months ago? Okay, okay, so this guy's not leaving. No, uh, we support the fact that, okay, I'll, I'll be, okay. Press conference over, let's get in the room. We're in the, we're in the safe room, let's plot, let's see. This guy gotta go, man. What do you want? What have we done in last time? Well, you know what we did when it was uh when it was uh Aristide's time. We thought we could play ball with him, but he started talking crazy. So, you know, we had somebody come over from Dominican. You know, we trained all them boys in uh, Georgia at the uh you know, that's where they train them at this uh school for the Americas, right? All the military cats, right? And then again, they said DEA, and then people said we heard them sound like they got Spanish accents. Yeah, see, y'all gonna set this up as you said as DR versus Haiti, as if there aren't people in DR and Haiti who have always worked to come together, but you always don't speak Spanish. Right. That's the point, right? But but you don't want people to see that. You just want to keep saying that they don't like each other, they don't like each other, and then their children start talking like that because they don't have a momentum of memory. So anyway, let me let me let me bring this to a close. So you say you support them in public, US State Department, federal government. You so you carried the water past where you should have when he said he was gonna stay. And the people, you thinking maybe this will go away, but more and more people kept protesting and you kept doing the recalculations on a daily or weekly basis. And finally, sometime soon, I suspect you decided, okay, we got to keep saying, you know, keep saying at the press conferences, these people watch Real Housewives and Reality TV, they ain't really, they, you know, we support, we support. Now in the room, you said, okay, he got to go. Give me the phone, hello. Hey man, you must speak to Moise. Hey man, you got to go, man. Now, you know, we're going to take care of you. Because every time somebody's had to go, we got the spot. I know you got some money in France somewhere, man. Remember your friends? Yeah, you know, Duvalier. Yeah, Papa and Baby Doc. Yeah, because you got some of them boys in your security detail, right? Yeah, that's why the politicians don't trust the security because they said they came out them boys that was out there swinging machetes 30, 40 years ago. Yeah, you got to go, man. Oh, you're not going. <laughs> All right, we'll check back in with you. Click. This guy got to go. Hold on for give, give me a second. Press conference. We stand and support. Yes, very much. Okay, thank you. Now you go back in the room and you say, now how are we going to pull this off? Man, come on, man. You know this playbook. Everybody who has been deposed ends up in one of the countries that is propping this mess up for the business interests. I don't care whether it's Africa. Y'all go look up a guy named Mobutu Sese Seko who would come to the United States and here he is with, uh, what's that fool's name out of Utah? Uh, the old one. I don't know if he's still, Orrin Hatch. Orrin Hatch. 
yeah. you know, you come to the White House, Mobutu is the cat who was complicit in killing Patrice Lumumba, but, but they got a spot for him. Then he gets sick. They get him out of Kinshasa. Now he's in France in his villa. They got a villa for you, bruh. Oh, but you, oh, okay. So, and to borrow from, uh, I guess it was the Mac, or where we, we can handle this like some gentlemen. Or we can get to some old N-word S. <laughs> in other words, in other words, we done called you, man. Now people are saying this is conspiracy theory. No, this is history. You should probably go back and read a little history. Condoleezza Rice is still walking around. Ask her how it goes down in Haiti. Colin Powell is still around. Ask him how it goes around. In fact, Hillary Clinton, Clinton Foundation, go, go look at our conversation. This is how it goes down. So now he's in Petionville. For those of you who are Haitian, y'all know what that is. For the rest of y'all, talk about Alexander Petion, go back to the Haitian Revolution. This is the suburb that's the safest place. In fact, they say that uh, Moise didn't even like to leave his house. He got security. So what happens? DEA. Dude, this ain't the presidential palace. This is my crib. I'm in Petionville. How did you get to the door? DEA, boom, he's dead. Okay, that's a hit. The only question is who sent the hit squad? And then what happens? Joe Biden, oh, uh, we, we decry, we debate. But guess what didn't happen? Did Levi Strauss factory close? No. Did the businesses close? No. Okay then, follow the money. Now, the, oh, let's just say one other thing. The last time, the last president was, was killed, as I said, 1915, they occupied for 19 years. Now the debate going on, I guarantee you, debate going on in Paris, a debate going on in Washington, D.C. is, okay, now how are we gonna play this now? We could run it through the UN, because what is not in Haiti right now? A government. What wasn't in Haiti three days ago when he was alive? A government. The man then thrown out all, then dissolved the, the legislature, the Supreme Court Chief Justice is dead, who was in the line of succession. He was getting ready to name a new prime minister so they could have elections in the fall. But what that just means is they interviewing with the, the, the global north to decide which one of you lackeys will be the best for us. And then the people are in the street. They saying the gangs are ruling Port-au-Prince. You could call them gangs, and that probably is an accurate description. You could also call them people who are engaged in some form of violence for either self-protection or the protection of their families. Meanwhile, who is suffering? This is why Randall Robinson wrote about that many years ago. I was talking about freedom school students the other day. We were talking about when we read his book, An Unbroken Agony. The people continue to suffer. The people, all the people who are everybody watching this, who is Haitian, who has friends in Haiti, who these people rely on the remittances, all them people in little Miami, a little, a little Haiti in Miami, who send remittances, you can call up from Haiti, order the stuff in Miami and pick up the stuff in Haiti. All those people are suffering. People are worried about their mama, their cousins, their grandma. I haven't heard the phone is off. Those are the people suffering. And so what we're also seeing is, okay, there's no government, but there wasn't a government last week. The people trying to organize, the Haitian people, the nation, to try to, once again, we got to get our country together. We got to get all the interference in the world from people on TV saying they support the government. There's no government. When you say the government, you mean the people you installed so that the factories would keep making their orders on time. And, and at the center of that, the, the conversation this week right now going on is this. Who do we need in there to make sure these factories don't close? And how quickly can we get them in there in a way that doesn't expose our role in it? 
And for God's sake, I hope these black people who talk about we and mean the United States when they say we, don't get the momentum of memory to remember that it has been solidarity with Haiti that we have always feared. And so, and there was a time when they had a lot more solidarity with Haiti. So I think what they're trying to decide now is who will be the best prime minister that we'll install. We're probably gonna have to postpone elections. So maybe 2022. So do we send the UN in as the occupying force? Well, some of them are already there. Remember the earthquake in 2010 and then 2016, the hurricane? They haven't really left. Remember all that mess that they had down there with disease and all that thing? And then, the, and then you got rape and you got all this other stuff these UN guys are doing. Yes, I don't know if they're the best idea. Well, hell, do we take it back a century and invade and just occupy? No, we don't want to do that because we'll come off as who we are rather than who we want these people to think we are. You know, I mean, because remember, we haven't done that in Cuba. Well, yes, you did. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. Who is we? United States. Wait, you didn't you didn't occupy Cuba. Well, we didn't occupy the whole island, but we still got Guantanamo Bay. In other words, <laughs> we still got our little black site, but you know, but we pretend like you know we're not in Cuba. I'm saying not to say that the decision now is which way to go to maintain their interests, and their interests are economic and also a little bit cosmetic because they don't want to be seen as just straight gangsters. So, I mean, that's that, that's where I think we are, at least in a broad sense. So what do we do? I think we start with this conversation. We have to have conversations with each other. We have to, now here's the thing that I think, and again, this is just a political position, I think, but I think it's one that resonates with us in our history. And by our, I mean black people. We stand in solidarity with the Haitian people. And so that's cool, that's rhetoric. What does that mean? That means that when the State Department stands up in the press conference and says, we condemn, that means April Ryan, that means, uh, oh, isn't the sister at at uh, at, at, uh, at public? Uh, what's her name? She's Haitian, right? Oh, she just won all the. Uh, yeah, Alcinder. You mean Alcinder? Yeah, I think you mean Alcinder. Some of her people come out of Haiti, right? So it's like, okay, I understand what you're saying. And yeah, Biden's press uh, corps, they have a, a Haitian person. Oh yeah, Kareem Jean Pierre. No question. Yeah, I think it's gonna be tougher for her because again. See, this is mm, this is the thing grappling with, even with this whole HBCU stuff. We were talking, and we'll talk about that maybe Saturday a little bit. It's not very important, but it is important to this point. Individuals will always be able to cut out space to operate. That's how a, an oppressive system works. So even during enslavement, you had a few Black people who could cut out a little space to operate. The system that oppresses classes of people and groups of people when it sees itself losing control or potentially losing control, it has, they will always pick out a few people to come into that space to kind of lessen the pressure so that people can think, well, maybe I could be that person or I could have a pathway out. So it isn't progress. Kwame Nkrumah said this, among other It isn't progress to see Black millionaires in the United States. It isn't, it isn't the type of progress we think it is to see Black people on the press corps or black people as the vice president of the United States. It's progress for a certain class of black people. And in this case, it isn't about race, it's about class. Oppressed people, you know, when a system sees itself threatened, it will always reach into the oppressed and get a few of those people to come in. It's almost like a safety valve. It's like a pressure release valve. And, but they're there because the system sees itself threatened. So when people say, you know, uh, Rosa sat, sort of, no, no. The people moved not to get you a job. 
And then once the people put you in that job, the people had expectations of you, but not understanding the system, they don't realize that once you're in there, you can't fulfill their expectations and stay there. And your job, carefully cultivated, you've been vetted since damn near birth, is to stay in the job <laughs> and then turn around to the rest of the people and say, see, if you just be like me, we can progress. Oh, shit. Now, this is just historically stupid. So stand with Haiti in solidarity. If you're in the press corps, keep pressing. And I'm naming Black people, but it should be everybody. And that tells you who people are, too, when you take the people that they were. And for the rest of us, that means calling your representatives. That means attending some of these rallies and strikes. And that also means paying a little bit more careful attention to where you're spending your money. If you're buying Levi's, you should ask yourself, do these come from Haiti? Maybe we need to organize an information campaign. Are boycotts effective? They can be. Are, they are not the answer. But, and then finally what we have to do, and I don't think we're gonna do this, but I mean, I should just say it anyway. You know what I mean? I mean, cause we are alive. We gotta say some things, right? You should always learn for yourself and then make your decision, informed decision. As they said in the civil rights movement, they asked the question, which side are you on boys? Which side are you on? So when you look, this is not a movie where oh man, this guy was bad or this guy was good or white people. No, study it for yourself and make a choice. It isn't that complicated, but th that, that's hard work. And so I think pe pe John Reclar, you say in some stories, it ain't no good guys. This man should not have been killed. His wife should not have been shot. But guess what? Nobody who has died in the streets in Port-au-Prince, nobody who's died in Haiti over the last several years because of this man or because of the elements that put him in, they shouldn't have been macheted either. They shouldn't have been shot either. Nobody should have died. In fact, them black people shouldn't even be in a position to be trying to have a Haiti. If you want to go back to the original violence, why are we over here in the first place trying to create a nation? Because y'all came and got us. What were y'all doing in Africa? I don't give a damn if we was having a whole ass fist fight. You came, put us on boats, <laughs> and said, so we ain't gonna start talking about comparative violence and slate. No, if we had gotten in boats, come to England and taken you down and put you in the Caribbean, then you might have an argument. But we didn't do that. You did that, and you won't leave us alone. We just trying to have a company, a country. So, and that, so I think, and that's not just Americans. That's not just Americans. If you're in France, if you're in England, if you're in any of those G8 countries. We need to be doing the same thing because I know this conversation will be seen all over the world. If you're in Africa, you need to ask your governments. Remember, Aristide was flown to the Central African Republic. Then South Africa said, we'll take him. And you said, why was he going to the Central African Republic? The United States made a phone call. I told you I asked Condoleezza Rice. In other words, you got governments in Africa that are in bed because they done told them, if you don't do what we say, then, you know, maybe we'll close off them little $3 we pay you for, you know. In other words, this is geopolitics. When we say we, you better listen to Gwen Berry. <laughs> listen to Gwen Berry and Karen Hunter talking about we and what happens when you decide, yeah, it ain't, I'm not leaving the United States, but that little nation song right there don't speak for me. And then watch everybody come at her. And guess what? We were clear about that. Yeah. Very clear. Yeah. All right. See y'all on Saturday. Oh, uh, Saturday. We're going to have, listen, y'all better come. Saturday. Professor Hunter is putting me through my paces. I didn't set aside everything else. I'm rereading Man in the High Castle, the novel, rereading Lovecraft Country. Oh my God. So y'all come. Handmaiden's Tale. I got Atwood's books over here. I'm oh, like, uh-oh. Yes, yes. And uh, of course, come to Narrative. 
where we're about oh. to do some more work with dropping some more stuff. Uh, oh, congratulations, and- President Hunter. I saw that article in thegrio.com. Oh. The cat yeah. is out of the bag, walking around. <laughs> Listen, um, thank you. Thank no, thank you. you. Hey. This, no. You know what it is. Y'all know what it is. None of this could happen. Ooh, yes. I'm trying, still trying to get that red, red bottle. Look at yeah. it. Look at it. <laughs> <laughs> this is All we need is a little green. Y'all yeah. subscribe. We put it yeah. with the red and the black. We there got you it. Go. <laughs> I love you. Uh, see you on Saturday. Yes.